Hello, hello, everyone. Are we really doing this? Hello, Chaz. Where have you been and how have you been? Well, I've been happy and I've been free and now I've been called back. So <laughs> You've been called back to your Pokeball. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 guess, I guess this is what we're doing now. <laughs> no more roaming around free. Yay. <laughs> no, I just want to say welcome back to everyone. It's been a long wait, but we are finally back here for our 33rd episode. Today we are reviewing chapter 33, The Winged Legends. How do you feel about this chapter, Chas? Well, we're going to see a fusion for the first time. Yes. <laughs> and we all know what we feel about fusions. Now that you mentioned fusions, do you have any favorite anime, manga, or anything related to fusions that you like? Or maybe dislike? Well... I know everybody loves Digimon Frontiers. I, <laughs> <laughs> what, what exactly is Digimon Frontiers? You know, not for me, but for those that may not know or remember what is a Digimon. <laughs> Man, I don't even remember either. <laughs> All I know is that this is like from what I remember about the show is that there was these kids that got transported to the other world, right? Digital world. To the digital yeah, the digital world. And they had the ability to fuse with the Digimon. The humans, right? Yeah, the humans. Okay. And so the humans had, a, had the ability to fuse with the Digimon. And that's about all I remember. Yeah, I never got that far into Digimon. But the Digimon that I did watch did have some fusions in there. If I remember correctly, the second generation of the Digidestin. Oh, God. <laughs> they, I believe some of their Digimons would fuse as well. I remember, uh, I think his name was Vimon, the little blue guy. I think his human was Davis. And I think he would fuse with uh, the little worm. Can't remember what the Digimon was called. Know. But I remember they would fuse together as well. I mean, there was also Power Rangers. They fused too? <clears throat> Well, well, are you talking about the Megazord? The Megazord. Ah, of course. <laughs> no, but some... I, what is it? I think sometimes they would actually fuse their powers, too. But I don't remember. Yeah. Well, Power Rangers. <laughs> what yeah. a throwback there. <laughs> now, I'm not alone in saying, and probably maybe Dragon Ball Z did fusion really well. What was the first Dragon Ball Z fusion that we saw? Was it Goku and Vegeta? Yeah. Yeah, so that that was really cool. I liked it. What are your thoughts on that? Eh, it's okay. <laughs> it's like... I don't know. For me, that, I remember as a kid watching <clears throat> Dragon Ball Z, watching Goku and Vegeta fusing. Man, it was it was out of this world. I mean, it should have been used more often. Oh, because like they never they never <laughs> want to take that out. Yeah, yeah. And I think, and then I think they also would do Dragon Ball Z would also do things like. They would infuse their power with somebody else because didn't Gohan get like when he became ultimate Gohan? Wh whose power did he get? Oh, uh, oh no, no, no! I think they just uh, supposedly awoke his sleeping powers, right? Yeah, something yeah, yeah, like that, that was it. And then I think, oh well, then and then there was Majin Buu who ate them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess you can call that a fusion. I guess. <laughs> well. The reason we're talking about all this fusion talk for anybody that has kept up with the Pokemon Adventures manga, you guys know what we're talking about. And a little bit of background, as you guys know, we've been leading up to the moment where Red, Blue, and Green have been fighting Team Rocket. And in our last chapter, chapter 32, Red 
and Green end up facing off with Sabrina once again. Now, remember, Red have found a very particular device. It was called the uh, Badge Energy Amplifier. Yeah, it was like... It was a Pokemon... It was a Pokeball. Poke Badge. It was like Energizer Amplifier, something, something of the sort like that. Yeah. So, and the last thing that we saw was Red had put all his, all the badges that he had... Uh, somehow gotten throughout his journey he placed them on the energy amplifier and a ball of energy came out and that's how the chapter ended but just before we get started i wanted to i was talking with Chaz, and this is the reason we're talking about fusions i wanted to talk about pokemon fusions now and the few times that pokemon fusions have actually happened whether it's been in the anime in the games and now even now the manga so First things first, Chess. What when you think about Pokemon fusions, what do you think of? What comes to what comes to mind? Well, I know recently they've been doing that with the legendaries. Okay. Like which <clears throat> like, ones? What is it? Like the Sun and Moon legendaries? Okay. I know those guys have been able to fuse with uh whatchamacallit? Necrozma? Yeah. Yeah, the 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 big crystal looking one. It's like I I know both of the legendaries have been able to fuse with that one and I think what happens is that both of those legendaries can get fused with the Necrozma at the same time. And Necrozma becomes like this ultimate being that steals light. Yeah, that one. It, it's <clears throat> crazy how that gimmick works in general. I, I personally don't know much about it myself. Mm-hmm. But one of the things. So we're going to uh, read it one of the <clears throat> few times that uh, Fusion has been going on. And it's crazy as it is. Pokemon Fusion actually, we can actually trace that back all the way down to Gen 1. Mm-hmm. So, the first recorded fusion that we can actually talk about is Slowpoke. <laughs> Slowbro. Slowpoke, Slowbro, and Shelder, which that's always been a weird evolution, if you if you ask me. So, we got Slowpoke. What, what kind of animal is he in general? What kind of animal is he based on? Slowpoke? Yeah. I think he, I think he's just like a mixture of like a... Like a platypus? No, something? he's like an aquatic sloth. Ah. It's well, like anyways, that. as you guys know, obviously in the games, when Slowpoke evolves, all, all you got to do is level him up. You level him up to the correct level, boom, he evolves either into Slowbro or Slow King. But obviously, when you look at the anime and you actually look at his Pokédex entry, it says that when a Shelder... Bites Slowpoke's tail, it becomes Slowbro. Uh-huh. And th- this is probably a question that has always been around. What happens to the shelter? Because it's now a part of Slowbro. <clears throat> well, he gets bigger. Yeah. One thing. No, and he still has life. funny, though? Because, like, I don't know if you've seen, like, the, the evolutions that come after, after Slowbro. Where I think one of the I think one of the evolutions is that the the shelter actually almost completely eats the, the slowpoke the the mega evolution yeah the mega evolution <laughs> and it's like has like and you 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 see that like the slowpoke finally realizes what's happening to him and it's just like not even like a smile anymore it's just like a it's just like a very sad he's his face is literally crying out for help yeah it's just like <laughs> please. But yeah, like I said, uh, whether you consider this a fusion or not, I mean, it's a combination of two Pokemon. 
Yeah. And even when Slowpoke evolves into Slowking, it still requires a, uh, a shelter. Again, it's not something you need in the games because in the games you never need to capture a shelter, which I'm surprised they've never made a canon at this point because there's so many different kinds of ways to evolve a Pokemon, even within the games. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm literally surprised that well, to evolve there, a Slowpoke now, you don't have to have a shelter next to it and evolve it to, let's say, level 35 or level 36 or whatever the hell level Slowpoke evolves to have them evolve. But whatever it is, it's a fusion because shelter is part of it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's just like, I, I think it's more akin to like something like a, like a symbiotic relationship or like a, or like a parasitic one. Yeah. Cause I, you remember Parasect, right? <laughs> Our zombie Pokemon. Yeah, the zombie Pokemon where he's like, it basically used to be like another Pokemon and then it, and then it got affected by a fungi, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and then little by little, slowly it evolves into what it is, right? Uh, Parasect is the second one, right? Yeah, it's evolution, Parasect. Huh? Yeah, it, becomes, it, it evolves from Paris. Yeah, so, Paris. so it's from Paris, Parasite. Well, uh, Paris and then it evolves into Parasect, which becomes like a whole completely different being at that point, because like it's not it's not even it's like it's not even the Paris anymore. It's, it's whatever the fungus is on top of the body <laughs> taking control, and you see his eyes. Yeah, a blank white. <laughs> so like I don't know if they would count as a fusion. Yeah, I, like, I, well, yeah. Just, I guess like you said, a symbiotic relationship. It's more like a much. symbiotic thing. Yeah. Now, Chaz, do you want to talk about the second uh, fusion that's been recorded here that we have on our list? Oh yeah, uh, Venus Toys, which <laughs> is a Venusaur and a Blastoise. Do you know anything about that? I have no idea. So, for our listeners, especially any old-time fans of Pokemon, have. Probably remember Venus Toys. So Venus Toys happened in uh, one of the season one. Yeah, season one episodes of the Pokemon anime. And pretty much it's a ghastly coming up with a bunch of illusions. They're messing with Team Rocket, messing with Ash and his friends. And when they're because he originally took on the appearance of a beautiful woman. Oh, it says it right here. Yeah. So like, Venus Toys appeared in the Ghosts of Maiden's Peak. That's it. The 18th episode of the first season of the original Pokemon anime. And was created by the, the single ghastly that haunts the area during the summer festival. Yep. So, like I said, when he st- when they, everybody figured out that he was a uh, ghastly, he literally starts con. Well, he starts transforming, shape shifting himself into all the all these different Pokemon, including a random <clears throat> weasel. <laughs> uh-huh. And then he transforms himself into Venus toys, uh, <laughs> a Blastoise fused with a Venusaur. You know what's funny though? What? It was like they copy that same plot point again. It was another fusion that's in this list. Ah, yes, correct. With the Miss Magius Rayquaza. Which looks pretty cool. Uh Uh-huh. And this one came out of the 43rd episode of the Diamond and Pearl Pokemon. Do you want to describe how this Rayquaza looks like? Yeah, so it's basically like, like everybody knows what its shiny form looks like, right? It's like, it's black. This one's one's like kind of there in coloration, but it's like, it's a little bit more on on the purple side. Of black, right? <clears throat> With the markings, instead of being gold, they're actually uh, pink. Yeah. And it has, uh, it has like these little three, the 
I guess crystals that Miss Magius has oh, yeah. on, on her chest. It's on Rayquaza's chest too. But unfortunately, this one is also, from what I see, it's just another illusion. Yes, uh, from the, the Miss, Miss Magius. <clears throat> from Miss Magius. Correct. So for the next fusion that we got, this one's actually more... Of a legitimate fusion. Correct. The, the, it's an actual fusion, and it's canon, and it's just... I guess you see the actual transformation only happen in the games because in the anime, this Pokemon hasn't appeared and it appeared in the movie, but no no origin was ever explained. And of course, what we're who we're talking about here is White Curum. White Curum, well, Curum in general. Well, Curum, yeah, White and Black Curum. Correct. White and Black Curum. So with these guys, obviously everybody knows they came out with uh, Generation Five in the Unova region, and from the description that we got here, Kyurem and Zekron were combined through Apsofusion. <laughs> okay, this is, I guess that's the legit term, Apsofusion, using the DNA splicers. These two Pokemon can be separated with the same item. So they pretty much look the same. Obviously, when it's white Kyurem, he looks more like... Um, A Reshiram. Reshiram, there he goes. And when, he, when he's black Kyurem, he looks more like Zekron. Yeah. I believe their types change though. Yeah. Kiru is an ice is ice dragon. Yes. I believe. By itself. <clears throat> By itself. And then Reshiram is fire dragon, while Zekrom is electric dragon. Yeah. Right? And when they fuse they retain the original Kyurem's typing, but they gain an ability. So oh, gotcha. when he's black Kyurem, he gets the uh Terravolt ability. <clears throat> And uh, when he's white Kyurem, he gets the Turbo Blaze. I've never known too much about these legendaries. So <laughs> forgive me for my slight ignorance on these guys. But yes, and then the next uh, fusion that we well, we had already mentioned, uh, Chaz had mentioned, which uh, we got Necrozma. Necrozma. One of the Generation 7 legendaries. Legendary or mythical? Oh, yeah, it is a legendary. It's a legendary. Yeah, so the first one that we got is Dusk Main Necrozma. And this is when Necrozma is fused with... Solgaleo. Solgaleo, yes. And then we have, which is probably my favorite one. Oh, the Dawn Wings Necrozma? Yeah, Dawn Wings Necrozma, which is where Necrozma fuses with Lunala. I would have liked it better. If it didn't have the weird little claws in between. <laughs> you don't like the claws? It's like in, in the front of it because like, it, it looks so it, it looks so out of place and bulky. Like I feel like there, w- there could have been like a better way to implement the claws. Yeah. Without just having it sticking out from its stomach and then pointing up like that. Got it. You get me? I see what you mean. No, but I, the, I like it. I mean, I think the, the mixture of... Uh, the black and the purple looks pretty cool. No, but the, the best one, though, is when all three of them are fused together. Which one's that one? Actually, I'm not sure if it is a fusion. Oh, or I know it, what you're Or talking. if it's like the, ori- or the original version of the Crossbow. Where he's all golden? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I know. That one is called... Yeah, freaking the Crossbow. Crossbow's... <laughs> I think he's such a complicated Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, but he's like, from what I hear, he's like overpowered, though. Yeah, yeah, he's that's Ultra Necrozma. Okay. Ultra Necrozma. Yeah, so we have Dustmane, <clears throat> Dawn Wings, and Ultra. So with the Ultra, I believe, he's a Psychic Dragon. And let's see how I pronounce this. 
he has to hold the Ultra Necrosium Z. Necrosium <laughs> And God. uses Ultra Burst. Oh, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's not a fusion. I'm, I don't think so. Yeah, I think it's just... I'm learning a lot just right now on my own. <laughs> yeah. And uh, one of the last uh, fusions, which is kind of not really a fusion. I feel like it's just the coming of two Pokemon together. Is we have... I mean, isn't that what a fusion is? <laughs> yeah, but they don't Pokemon mix. coming together. They don't. We, they don't become one being. Hey, <laughs> they probably they, they probably do in the other sense. Oh lord, <laughs> it's literally just one Pokemon hopping on top of the other one. <laughs> hey, uh, become one flesh and all. And and the Pokemon <laughs> who we're referring to is Generation Eight's Calyrex, combined with Spectre. Which either becomes Shadow Rider Calyrex or <clears throat> Ice Rider Calyrex. Which of these do you like, Jess? Hmm. None of them. <laughs> like I was saying earlier, uh, before we started recording, I'm not a big fan of Calyrex, but I really like the horse. I really like Spectrier. And I think I like the Ice one better. It looks really cool as a Ice horse. Yeah, no, what I, what I like about the... I like about the the shadow one, the the shadow version is that his legs don't actually touch his feet. Okay. And so they're, they're like, so you have, it's like you basically have where where his hooves, right? Yeah. But they're not connected to his legs. So it's <laughs> just like it's just like floating there. Almost. Oh yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah, but it looks, it looks pretty cool. It kind of, I guess, it reminds me more of like a Dulahad. Yeah, which is like this, uh, like this mythical creatures. It's like a headless horseman. Yeah, yeah, with a headless horse. <laughs> Let's see. And I, I guess that's what they were trying to go for. But man, it's like Calyrex just looks so weird. Yeah, it's just. What it looks like a, it looks mean? like so, someone like someone smacked him with like an olive and just <laughs> kept it there. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah, like I said, I'm not a big fan of Calyrex. He's just. Looks like, I don't know. I, I don't like him, but the horse saves him a little bit. <laughs> yes. So, as an honorable mention, just right before we're gonna we started with today's chapter. It's obviously, since our the whole idea of our podcast is us reviewing a Pokemon manga, there is a totally different Pokemon manga that took things on a completely different route. Chas. Have you ever heard of Pokemon Reversed? Reversed. 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 Correct. Oh, is is that the is that the one where it's like the they do the Digimon Frontier yes, thing? Yes, yes. Where the trainer <laughs> where the, where the trainer with the fuses with the Pokemon. Yep. Yeah, that was, that one's crazy. So apparently, for those that you know, just a little bit of uh, inside info on Pokemon Reverse, it's a manga that was never translated to English, and they the the ability I guess to fuse with the Pokemon is called Burst, and it says here, Burst is a special technique in the Pokemon Reverse manga that allows a human to combine with a Pokemon gaining its powers and immunities while increasing the user's physical and defensive strength. Those who can use Burst are known as Burst Warriors. And we have a picture here of a character named Ryuga after combining with Zekrom. <coughs> so, I don't think this manga went on for a long time. 
But if you guys ever want to check it out, look it up. Just simply Google Pokemon Rebirth. There's a small section of it on Bulbapedia. And if you're into this type of thing, search it out and let us know what you think. Yeah. Well then, let's get let's dive into today's chapter. Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> so, like I said, where we last left off, we had red, blue, and green. This is way after the uh, red and blue had defeated Koga and Lieutenant Surge. Then Green also defeated, semi-defeated Sabrina. They found the energy, the badge energy amplifier. Red puts all the badges in there and a ball of energy comes out. And the very first thing that we see for chapter 33 is that this ball of energy somehow brought forth or summoned... <laughs> Moltres, Zapdos, and Articuno, and the ball of energy fuses them together. What well, do we yeah, have here, Chas? It, it does summon them, huh? Yeah, it does, because they weren't there. It's like it literally calls them forward and they just like follow it and yeah. then they fuse and then they like come together. And on the first page, it's like you, you see this very <laughs> disgusting image. <laughs> <clears throat> That was the three legendary bird Pokemon. It has like three heads. What I guess six wings. Yeah, how, how it, many wings does it even have? I it's, think it's, it's obviously a very not a very creative like, looking like design. You, you, like you, you know the whole thing about like the biblically accurate angels. There you go. Imagine that. <laughs> you know what I'm something like that. Yeah. So this is probably the photo that I'm going to use as the cover art for this episode. For all of you guys that are listening through Spotify, you're you've probably been looking staring at that <laughs> cover photo for a while for the, at that panel. But yes, that's literally page number one of chapter 33. It's Articuno, <clears throat> Moltres, and Zapdos merged together. The panel towards the bottom has red. It's obviously scared. I mean, at this point, who uh-huh. wouldn't be? And then Sabrina, who obviously, this was her plan. She, she tells like, Red, she's like, thanks to the power or a gen, the power or a generated by this device these bird pokemon have produced a single legendary pokemon and then we have green who rushes to the room and the first thing that she sees is she makes eye contact with our with the part of the articuno and immediately faints which of course i hope hope you guys remember green has a certain phobia towards birds so want to go on with the next page chess yeah so well it's like well, well, it's like well, Red is basically having a moment here, trying to figure out. It was like why? It's <laughs> yeah. like why is like why he ended up in this situation and whatnot. <laughs> why did I leave home? Sabrina just went ahead and started throwing uh, lightning, fire, and ice towards <laughs> this way. So basically, it gets the command. Uh, it was like fire, spin, thunder, and blizzard, and you just see this spiral of of these three elements. Just charging towards towards uh, Red, and Red barely dodges out of the way, but then he noticed that the wall behind him is completely gone. Yeah. Yep, and then Sabrina, gloating, is like, she's like, oh, this is Team Rocket's greatest scientific achievement. I don't know why that was, like, the greatest scientific achievement. Obviously, the, the Eevee was a lot better, <laughs> but whatever. I mean, I guess in terms of power. In terms of power, I guess. And then she's like, she proceeds to keep going and say, it's like, oh, a simultaneous strike with the power of three Pokemon at once. And it cuts back to, to the Eevee because they experimented on Eevee. Well, and it's like, she explains, it's like, oh, yes, we experimented on your precious Eevee towards the same end. 
the legendary prototype, you might say. So it doesn't it doesn't only cut back to Evie. Red had not realized that Team Rocket had taken Evie away from him again. And Sabrina goes on to explain it says, after you transported that little thing to the research center, we took it back for a few final experiments. And she literally chucks the poor Evie back to Red and says, But now we have no more use for it anymore. And poor Evie, I, I don't even know how it survived. It barely survived the last time when they had it's, the, it's like the Toy Story 2 thing was just like, I don't want to play with you anymore. Fish. Yeah. <laughs> it's Woody being tossed to the side. And yeah, so Ray immediately tends to Evie. He he responds to Sabrina saying, You creeps. And Sabrina's like, that's the fate all of all <clears throat> the lab creatures. Yes. Yes, remember guys, this is what happens to the this is what the what the makeup companies do to the rabbits. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so we go on to the next page. So Red immediately immediately jumps onto the attack. He immediately releases his uh Ivysaur and he pretty much going back and forth with Sabrina, you can't stop me. And then of course come on. Why will you learn? <laughs> what, what, what's Why the... will you learn? Your actions have consequences. <laughs> what's what's <laughs> What's a little Ivysaur going to do against three flying-type legendary Pokemon? Two who happen to be ice and fire. Well, he's about to get his literal salad tossed, which is what happens in the next panel. As we see him getting flung across across the room. Yeah. Like a little plush toy that he is. At least it wasn't Polyrath this time. At least it wasn't Polyrath this time, because he's already fainted by now. And as I... And then we, Sabrina starts gloating again. She's like, it's no use. Oh, I have longed for this power. Mm-hmm. Volcano, boulder, marsh, thunder, rainbow, cascade, soul. The power of all the gym leaders. And as I, we've long known that we needed all the badges to combine Pokemon powers. How do, how do you know that? How does one know that? It's like, oh, yeah, you see the Pokemon badges, which were these stupid little metal trinkets that were probably plastic to begin with. <laughs> Well, remember, you know this already. The original badges supposedly contained energy in them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was like the the energy of friendship or whatnot. Or no, like not here. That only not, happens every now and then. Not not here. No, this is this is just steroids. <laughs> yeah, this is steroids experimentations, experimentations. and let's experiment on a uh, poor defenseless Pokemon here. The, ili- the illegal drugs, the illegal uh, performance enhancing yeah. drugs, and the missing parents, and the missing parents. <laughs> So, yes, so Sabrina goes on. She's like, but taking the badges from experienced gym leaders was no easy task. Several times we tried force, but to no avail. So we decided to wait for you and your friend Blue to collect them for us. We could have destroyed you both easily at any time, but you still had a job to do for us. So basically, Team Rocket was telling Red and Blue behind the scenes <laughs> the good old plot to it's like you think you were it's like you think you're using us but in reality we were using you all the time <laughs> no no <laughs> and, but only to realize they wasted their time considering red only accomplished to gain two badges right <laughs> the rest he literally just got right now <laughs> yep because like oh yeah this was this was definitely part of the plan right <laughs> And as I, she proceeds to go on, it's just like, now I'd like to thank you for your cooperation and tell you goodbye. <laughs> and like, throws the whole elements towards this man, which is like, normally he's like, 
you should be very dead by that. Very, very dead. It was like, and she's like still going off on him. It was like saying, it was like, it was like we're taking over your beloved Palatine. I was like, we'll make good use of its unspoiled land and its people with their strange empathy for Pokemon. Because <laughs> I will take care of you vegans. <laughs> it's like, at last, this place will serve a useful purpose. Damn. And it's like, well, this man is getting, while well, our, our boy Red is getting uh, tossed around and thrashed about. And somehow is still alive through all of this. Yeah. It was like screaming in pain, obviously, but it's like, no, still alive. He gets like a little flashback. Uh, of blue. A blue, for some reason. <laughs> and it's like, a blue proceeds to say, This is the one place on Earth where Pokemon aren't threatened by pollution. It's like, Palatown was pristine until they came. <laughs> this town. This town is ours. We're not letting you mess it up. And he throws Pikachu because obviously he didn't learn the first time. <laughs> Something about Red and throwing his Pokemon. I know, right? He just chucks them. <laughs> but it's okay, though, because our boy Blue comes in in clutch with an actual Pokemon like Charizard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he says, like, that's telling her Red. He's like, yeah, that's right. You go, girl. <laughs> So, yeah. yes, Blue comes in from behind Red through the hole on the wall. This right? one says we're going down fighting. <laughs> Riding on his Charizard pretty much to Red's rescue. Red didn't expect that out of nowhere. So, <laughs> and then that's when Blue realizes, sees the fuse, the poor, <clears throat> poorly fused legendary Pokemon. He tells Red, he's like, I've rescued my grandfather and the townspeople already. He's like, all that's left is to defeat them. This bit, oh, I mean, <laughs> this freak. <laughs> He's like, who are you calling a freak? What impertinence. <laughs> and so, immediately... What did you say? <laughs> and, she, and obviously, with the power of the three legendary Pokemon, Red and Blue get knocked down. And Sabrina goes on and says, You're charming boys, Red and Blue. I'm sure you would have grown up to be very handsome men. Perhaps even as charismatic as Giovanni? Well, I guess we'll never know. And she immediately orders the legendary fused Pokemon to use Gust. It's like, what was this weird flirting? I know, right? <laughs> so anyways, the le- the fused legendary Pokemon proceeds to do this huge Gust attack. Looks more like a tornado slash hor- hurricane. They're, they're all flapping around. Red and blue have no idea what they can do. Sabrina is going maniacal with her power here and she she looks like she's airbending (laughs) yeah (laughs) she's just laughing here and she says oh i can't wait to tell giovanni about this and then red (laughs) the panel cuts back to green who's still on the floor remember guys she she's she was pretty useless in this chapter because the first thing she did was (laughs) faint And then, so Red and Blue are trying to kind of protect her. And they're saying, we're never going to win like this. We got to find a way to escape. And he's like, quick, think, think. He he immediately looks outside, notices that it's nighttime. What a perfect time to look at the stars, right? Right. And that's when Red uh, remembers. And he says, Green really wanted this moonstone. She must have been planning to use it for something. And he says, okay. He immediately gets the moonstone. Points it towards the moon. (laughs) He points the moonstone towards the moon, and he says, "Blue still bearing the brunt of the attack. Now's my chance." And inside Green's Pokeball, a little pink chubby Pokemon starts lighting up. 
which if you guys remember, one of Green's Pokemon was a Clefairy. So once the Clefairy got the energy of the Moonstone, it immediately evolves and boom, now we have a Clefable. And the Clefable <laughs> immediately starts wiggling its finger. Now, Chaz, do you know what the wiggling of the finger means? The wiggle. The wiggle. <laughs> I have no idea. It's just like it looks like you just say, ah, ah, ah. No, no, no. It's like this is not how this works. <laughs> I know. She literally looks like a, she reminds me like of an old granny about to discipline her, her children. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyone that has watched the anime, you guys know that when either any of these fairy type looking creatures start wiggling their finger. It usually means they're about to do an attack. Everybody dies. <laughs> Pretty much. So, yeah, Clefable wiggles its fingers. It jumps towards the legendary Pokemon. and Uses it, quick attack. Yeah, so Sabrina's like, quick attack. Red is like, now. And then in the next page, the top panel literally shows Clefable doing a barrage of different attacks. The first one that we see is Comet Punch. Then we see a Hyper Beam. And then we see a Fury Attack. And then... Blue immediately explains that Clefable is using Metronome. And that's literally how Metronome is used in the anime. Whenever they use Metronome, they will start wiggling their fingers. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so that's what it is. Yeah, so that's why Clefable is using all the, <clears throat> the variety of different attacks. Now, of course, this is pure luck and plop. plop here, I thought, here I thought Clefable was just being a dick about it. It's just like, <laughs> no, no, no. It's my turn now. Yeah, and obviously it got lucky with the attacks because, man, to, using metronome. Honestly, <laughs> I've I've noticed because like now I remember I remember now a little bit where it's just like metronome gets used a lot like this. Yeah, where it's just like, but they're always good attacks too. Not always. <laughs> Are you sure? Because uh -huh. like it's always like the favorable ones. No, there's trust me. There's times where you will get something like growl or tail whip. No, no, no. But like in the manga. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In the manga, it's all it's always something that like they need, especially. It's just like <laughs> it's like oh no, what are we gonna do? Let's <laughs> use metronome. Obviously, this is a typical plot armor moment. <laughs> yeah, this, this is like a whole plot armor. What moment. if Clefable would have used the uh, rest and fallen asleep? Man, that would have been hilarious. <laughs> so anyways, as we continue, Blue goes on to explain it says, Metronome is a special attack that releases other attacks at random. And that now that Clefairy's evolved into Clefable, it's super powerful. We've got we've got an escape route now. And that's when Sabrina's like, oh no, you don't. And it orders the legendary three Pokemon, I guess. The legendary Pokemon, Fuse Pokemon, to use Sky Attack. And then the next page... All three of our heroes here, red, blue, and green, all get blasted back. We see rubble, debris everywhere. They basically get blasted off the building. And as we see here, they were at least, what, on the 8th, ninth floor, at least, of the Sylph Company building? Yep. Definitely one of the higher floors. <clears throat> they all fall off, and at the bottom panel, we see Sabrina standing there, just watching them fall. And this is what she says, not even they can survive a fall like that. And then she, and she says, huh, do I feel a chill? Go on, Chess. All right. Tell them where Spider-Man comes out. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so it was like, we see that Ivysaur. Who's <clears throat> now Spider-Man. Yes, he's now <laughs> Spider-Man. Because he makes a whole web out of vines for some reason. And it's just like, manages, manages to catch the three, right? And surprise, surprise, Green is awake again. 
I know, right? <laughs> she just suddenly woke up. And she's like, oh, I'm falling off a building. <laughs> Guess I'm going to wake up now. And then it's like, Sabrina uh, tries to throw another sky attack again. And basically says, it's like, yeah, it's like, sends the poke, sends the, the three-headed thing. Yeah. <laughs> sends the three-headed thing, is like, towards them. And it's like, and it's like, it's basically making like a whole, like a dive dive downwards because they're they're like i guess two floors below yeah just imagine a three-headed bird just flying uh straight to you yeah making like a kamikaze dive and it's like it's going straight down and then uh red basically is like oh it's like oh green and then she's just like who else (laughs) it's like we've we've got some attacks up our sleeve too it's like three of us specifically so now we have ivysaur charizard and blastoise all together. I want to know how. How that little Ivysaur is managing to conjure so much vines and so much strength in those vines to hold not only the three kits itself and Charizard and Blastoise. And it's about to get heavier on the next page. I'm telling you. <laughs> he's just the greatest Pokemon. <laughs> it's like nobody wants to admit it, but Ivysaur is the better one. Well, let's be honest. This is probably one of the greatest... <clears throat> moments for the Bulbasaur line here. Yep. And then we'll show you what we mean because like I don't know yeah, it's like I don't know if Sabrina jumps down too along with them. Oh I know. But it's like it's like basically it just shows her going downwards, pointing down saying it's like oh zap those Moltres Articuno attack. And the other three they say uh Vine Whip, Flamethrower and Hydro Pump. So if you guys have ever played uh Super Smash Brothers and mm. have seen the attack that's true. That they that that the the little ultimate attack that the they do, trainer, the Pokemon trainer does. Yeah. This is what this is based on. That's so true. But you know what doesn't make sense? I I <clears> feel <throat> like they they had to have made a mistake here. Why? Because Red orders Ivysaur to do a Vine Whip, and if you look at that middle panel, we see a combination of three beams hit, hitting each other. Ivysaur didn't do no damn Vine Whip. That's a Solar Beam. <laughs> It's uh, it's gotta be a solar beam. It has to be a solar beam because, and then not only that, Ivysaur is already using his vines <clears throat> to hold all, all of them up. Uh huh. <laughs> but yes, Chas described it perfectly. The as the Super Smash Brothers Ultimate Attack, we got all three starters here shooting to stop the attack that the Fuse Moltres Zapdos Articuno is throwing at them, and obviously in this perfect, beautiful moment. Red is just screaming his lungs out, attack! And that's obviously the final moment when Ivysaur, we see here in pretty cool detail, Ivysaur's uh, bulb, his flower behind him, completely opens up. And in the next page, we finally have a fully evolved Venusaur. Yep. So obviously, I guess... That web just got heavier. Way heavier. But to be fair, at least the Pokemon producing it also got stronger. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that's true I don't know why Charizard needs to be standing there though you got wings bro <laughs> I know right so you can fly yeah well yeah in the next panel we get we have Charizard Blastoise Venusaur all shooting their powerful attack and again if you clearly look at Venusaur look at the back of his flower he's obviously shooting a beam yep it's a solar beam so yeah we have Venusaur beam. shooting up a solar beam <clears throat> Blastoise shooting up his Hydro Pump and Charizard shooting up uh, Flamethrower. All still being held up by 
Venusaur's vines. Uh-huh. So they intercept the attack. We go on to the next page, and then we have we it shows us all three t- trainers still, you know, pretty much hyping up, ordering up uh, their their Pokemon to attack. We get the three. We get a zoom up panel of Venusaur, Blastoise, and Charizard still attacking. And we get a dialogue bubble that says, the building's going to collapse. Hurry. And then we get... (laughs) Hurry. Shoot it more. (laughs) Shoot at it more. (laughs) And they proceed to shoot at it more. And so finally, it's like the the three three Pokemon are are defeated and separated. How did that happen? I don't know. Obviously, it was unstable. The power of friendship, guys. (laughs) I'm so glad. (laughs) The the power of divorce papers. (laughs) I'm so glad they didn't start holding hands and start chanting. <laughs> oh, they're getting there. But they ain't got no time for that because as soon as these three are, are freed up and they fly away, they just remember that the building is collapsing because of them. Yeah. So they're running. Green says, like, the, the building's coming down. And Blues is like, move it, Red. And Red, as, as he starts running, he looks back and he sees a mysterious figure. And says, Father? I knew you were going to say that. Dad? Are you there? <laughs> this mysterious man. None other than Giovanni himself. As he, as he turns around the corner of the collapsed building and disappears to go get milk once again. <laughs> to go get more potions. Yes, he would. He would just start to get more potions, guys. <laughs> now, going back to the previous page, pretty much when the Ooh. three legendary Pokemon split up, one small detail I wanted to point: we see a small panel of. Remember, as Chasen mentioned, Sabrina had jumped off after the legendary Pokemon that were still fused when they went down to attack. After the three starter Pokemon hit the legendary Pokemon. They split off. It literally shows Sabrina smacking on the ground. <laughs> you see that, right? Wait, where? Oh, yeah, she do. But, but <laughs> yeah, she literally hits the ground like, bah, in her, in her, it's, all she says is Giovanni. <laughs> and then, no. yeah, it's a small panel. It's easy to miss, but uh, how does she survive that? I have no idea. The the real question is, why did she jump off to begin with? Yeah, she it was like well, I, as soon as she told she told the 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 fusion to essentially go and dive down to attack these guys. She decides to jump down, following the Pokemon itself, mm-hmm. the Pokemon that has wings that can fly on its own. Right, she decides to jump down and also do a dive attack of her own, only to completely fail and still ends up on the floor. Yeah, see, this is the thing. I assume Sabrina must have had two things in her mind either she thought that I believe I can fly, (laughs) she must have thought that she was gonna probably end up landing on the back of the legendary Pokemon and fly off with them, or number two, remember, we've seen her flying or gliding around with her Kadabra. I don't know why she didn't take out the Kadabra last minute. I think I don't think she expected the Kadabra knocked out already from the previous fight. Could be. I don't think she expected the three trainers to respond back with a powerful attack. So that's why I think it and that's why she ended up smacking on the ground. So we see the three legendary Pokemon split up. They're no longer fused. And Red looks at them and says they're free. Moltres, Zapdos, and in the very same Dragon Ball fashion, they disappear. They all fly off into the distance. Free again. And this is where we get to the part where Chas was saying. But right before that, 
we see that Red makes eye contact with Articuno. And obviously, remember, Red actually encountered this Articuno before when it was wild. So that's, I think it was just a little bit of a recognition moment before Articuno leaves. And as the building is crashing down... <clears throat> that's so it's like, it's like Red, Red looked at the Articuno and said, I got you, my G. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> as, as, they flew out, as they flew off in silent recognition, <laughs> say, yeah. <laughs> with some nice violin music playing in the background. <laughs> and you with Vin Diesel in the background saying family. <laughs> that's who it is. That's that, that's who it is right there. <clears throat> but yes, we see as the building is But speaking of out, family, <laughs> as the building is collapsing, we see Red's father. <laughs> Parentheses Giovanni. <laughs> Papa. <laughs> have you come back for me? <laughs> have I made you proud? And obviously, Giovanni says no because he turns around the corner and disappears. If anybody, for for any reason, this is anybody's first episode that you're listening to, you got to realize that this is a running joke that Chaz has that Giovanni's Red's father, nothing has ever been confirmed, okay? <laughs> but nothing has ever been denied. <laughs> oh, well, actually, we do find out that Giovanni is a father, but that's a whole different other story within this manga. Yes. <laughs> but yes, going back to the story. Building crashes down. Legendary Pokemon have finally separated. They fly off. We get a small panel now of all the Team Rocket grunts tied up. Keep in mind, Giovanni takes advantage of all this destruction and leaves. Completely disappears. Finally, Blue. we see Blue here helping out his uh, grandfather, Professor Oak. and says, thank goodness everyone is safe around. And then we see the good gym leaders, which is made up of Misty, Erica, and Brock, who, for whatever reason, is shirtless. He's like, I'm not going to waste this opportunity. <laughs> and so we see Misty here. Oh, no, it's Erica talking. It says, nobody slipped through our barricade. The three leaders and their boss are all beneath that collapsed <clears throat> building. So they think. And so now we have Brock here and Misty. And Brock says, we've retrieved all the Pokemon they were using. And then Misty says, with proper training, they'll all become wonderful Pokemon. Next page. Go on. Go ahead, Chas. All right. Pretty much just like everybody is like, I, I, I guess everybody walks away. <clears throat> and Red notices that, that Green just kind of leaves. Green, yeah. Yeah, Green. It's like she, it's like they notice, uh, he, he notices that Green just leaves. And he's wondering, he's like, hey, he's like, he's like, where'd she go? She still owes me money. <laughs> it's like, and then we, we see that she's hiding behind a tree and saying, he's like, oh, I never dreamed that Team Rocket's new Pokemon would be such a beast. Sheesh. <laughs> I never fought it, but man. I know, right? She I didn't barely, do anything in that fight, but man, that guy was such a beast. <laughs> she barely got a glimpse of it. And she's like, and she's holding up this calculator looking thing and saying, I was like, oh, so much for my big plans. And we see Professor, and we see that she's looking at Professor Oak and wondering, as I always like, what's he doing here? Remember, guys, Green had stolen <clears throat> the Squirtle from Professor Oak. Like, we yeah. never saw it, but it was confirmed that the obviously the Blastoise that she has was the Squirtle that Professor Oak had, which she had stolen. So, obviously, you guys got to remember. Green is a bit of a thief, so she's always, you know, scrounging around for things that she can take for her own gain. Yep. So now we cut back to Red and Blue. And Blue is giving uh, his back to Red and says, Red, I'm looking forward to meeting you at the Indigo Plateau. And that's when... 
Uh, plateau, I'm sorry. Yes, Indigo Plateau. Don't you ever, don't you ever say Plateau in front of my face again. <laughs> plateau. <clears throat> if you ever, if you ever Platoon. say that, I'm, I'm going to Plateau you in the face. <laughs> it's Plateau. The Indigo Plateau. Indigo Plateau. There you go. Blue tells Red, you know, I'll see you at the Indigo Plateau, obviously challenging him at the Pokemon League. And then Red acknowledges that and the last panel that we see of this chapter is pretty much we get a zoomed out view of saffron <clears throat> city and we literally see the collapsed destroyed building of Silph self company self company there you go self company building and that is the end of chapter 33 what are your thoughts on this chapter chas well it was a fun little episode right it's like it's like especially it was like you basically have the fusion the fusion the little, the little fusion fight is like we see is like how how powerful it is, but obviously it is not comparable. It's just like that power is not enough in comparison to the power of friendship and plot. <laughs> More plot than anything else. More plot than anything else because these guys these guys are not friends. <laughs> oh, they're like, yeah, they're really not. So like, these, these guys these guys were all in an abusive relationship <laughs> with each other. <laughs> Well, let, yeah, let's see. Red and Blue are rivals. Uh-huh. They barely get along. They respect each other. That's uh-huh. about it. They Blue, respect. They barely started respecting yeah. each other. Blue doesn't even know who Green is. Yep. And Green has consistently stolen things from Red. Yep. <laughs> so they're not friends. <laughs> no, this is a... <laughs> This is abuse. This, yeah. is, this is a triangle of abuse right here. <laughs> My favorite part is Ivysaur becoming Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, so obviously here, this is a crazy adaptation of the fight with Team Rocket that we all know and love from the original Pokemon games, which I thought it was pretty cool. I'm like, what an amazing adaptation storyline for such as, you know, for an old game that obviously in the game, all we really did was walk around a building that's a maze full of teleporters, <laughs> mm-hmm. finding a bunch of Team Rocket. And this is <clears throat> obviously where we get the Master Ball. But as of now, it seemingly looks that Team Rocket was defeated. But you guys got to remember, Giovanni did get away. The Team Rocket, I mean, the gym leaders, the good gym leaders think that the bad gym leaders are under all the building, uh, the buildings, the bring, but we still don't know what exactly happens there. The last thing that we see here is Blue challenging Red at the Pokemon League, which is something that we're going to get to. But as of now, this is the end of chapter 33. Uh, once again, I just want to, we want to apologize for our delay of uh, the podcast. <laughs> Hey guys, it's me, Sergio, from the future. So me and Chaz right now, we're basically about to announce that we were going to go on this long hiatus and this episode was supposed to be the last episode in a while, but I never got a chance to upload this episode when they should have and the hiatus is over. So anything we say in the next few seconds, just kind of ignore it. Because there is going to be a, an episode and we've already started recording. So just wanted to give you guys a quick update. So you don't think that we're just back for one episode and then gone for another set of months. No, the hiatus is over and the show continues to move on. Thank you so much, guys. But in the meantime, just wanted to uh, say thank you to everybody that has supported us. Thank you to everyone that has listened, especially... 
want to appreciate and shout out everybody that has sh been showing us love uh, through reviews. Um, I was just talking to Chaz that right now on Spotify, we have a perfect score of 35 uh, five-star five reviews on Spotify. So we're doing really good on Spotify. And for anybody that listens on Apple Podcasts, uh, we have 18 reviews there. And out of the 18, we have 16 five-stars. So thank you to everybody that's helped us out there. And don't let it stop there, please. Reviews is the best way to get this podcast out there. This is not the end, Chas. <laughs> We're just pausing our podcast for right now. We will come back. Uh-huh. And um, we just got, like I said, we just got some things we got to take care of right now. But in the <clears throat> meantime, guys, uh, please, if you can, if you're enjoying the podcast, show us some love on the reviews. If you haven't yet, please take your time, whether it's on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And uh, give us a five-star review. And if you are on Apple Podcasts where you can actually type a review, uh, show us some love there. Uh, let everybody know if you're enjoying the podcast. Share it with your friends. And uh, like we've said it before, this manga is still a very unknown to a lot of people. And in my opinion, it's probably one of the better branches of Pokemon. Mm -hmm. And uh, it'd be amazing <clears throat> if we can get this as an anime adaptation one day but in the meantime we're still taking our time fleshing out these chapters episode by episode page by page once again just thank you so much any words Chas? no uh thank you for supporting us thank you for being here <clears throat> and hope you tune in next time because i won't so <laughs> <laughs> i will keep you guys updated thank you so much and until next time We'll see you guys in 10 years. <laughs> Maybe by then we'll have a perfect Pokemon game. Man. <laughs>